What's up, guys? I hope you guys are having an incredible week so far. For those of you who don't recognize me, my name is Kalita, and I am not alone here today. I am joined by my amazing co-host, Given Illustrative. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and hello, YouTube. This yes. might be your first time actually catching this. This is so dope. So welcome, YouTube. We're really, really excited for you to join the Huddle Squad. Uh -huh, uh -huh, um, uh -huh. So yeah, let's just get into it. I'm pretty sure that you know by the title kind of what we're going to get into. Um, so Saved-ish. Saved-ish is the title, you know? Yeah, no. It's about to go down. I'm excited to delve <laughs> into this one because I think it, I might, it might help me conclude whether I'm saved-ish <laughs> or just or saved. Just saved. <laughs> you don't have to find the you know how the autosave version when you forget to save and you yeah 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 we don't know which one we are <laughs> but you know okay so yeah. even i don't know if you know about the series called blackish right yes yeah so they have two spin-off shows mm -hmm. the one being um I think it's mixed-ish. Okay. And then they have another one called grown-ish. I'm guessing mixed-ish refers to racial. Yes. Okay. So, you know Tracy Ellis Ross? <coughs> yeah. She's in Blackish. So, the it's actress. basically, yes. Okay. I don't remember her character's name, but. Okay, I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's basically, um, it's about her, her childhood okay. growing up as a mixed person. That's what I know from the, the trailers that I've watched. Oh. And then okay. there's. Um, Another one called Gronish, which mm -hmm. follows Yara Shahidi's character, which I believe is Zoe. Zoe is her name. Okay. And um, so basically she's growing up and she's going to college. So it's that really weird in-between phase of I'm kind of an adult, but not really. But not really. Yeah. 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 So I kind of felt like if we had a Christian version, it might be titled <laughs> Saved It. <laughs> <laughs> you know actually you know actually yeah. yeah yeah come to think of it so um the reason why i decided to speak about this is because i feel mm -hmm. like for the most part um you know when we say the the sinner's prayer there's yeah. a typical line that i've heard in many congregations which okay. is you know i accept jesus as my lord and savior, and savior. you know yeah. what i mean yeah but i also feel like the way we live our lives as christians is mm -hmm. that we love the savior part, we mm -hmm. accept the savior part, mm -hmm. we don't live out the Lord part oh, of I that. Yeah. Um, and what does lordship really mean? It means that um, God has authority and rulership over mm -hmm. our lives. Mm -hmm. um, so, so we are the temple when of the Holy Spirit. When you said rulership, the rebel in me was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I shun thee. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, so... With the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? Mm -hmm, According mm -hmm. to scripture. Yeah. The way I picture it is that sometimes what we, we do to God is like, we're like, yes, you can come. You can come into my abode, mm -hmm. but only stay in that room. Yeah. The rest of the house is mine. Yeah, yeah. But you can chill in the visitor's place, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. do what you got to do over there. Mm -hmm. But please don't, don't enter the other yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, Um And... The reason why I thought it was it was such a good topic to bring up is because mm -hmm. it's really hard for Christians, even for myself, to allow God to have rulership over every aspect of our lives, not yeah. just the spirituality part. Yeah. Um, that's confined in, you know, build my character and, you know, I need the fruits of the Holy Spirit and I need to have the gifts of the Holy Spirit and all those yeah. good things. But also, does God have control over your finances? Does mm -hmm. he have 
the final say and the first say over the relationships that you're in. What I do with my month end money? What? Listen. Like before I spend before it. Before you spend <laughs> it. <laughs> you know what? Um, I I love the fact that you you mentioned that you struggle with it as well because I I truly think that. There are those people that you can look at and say, yeah, no, that person has not given their life to Christ like in, <laughs> what, in no way, right? And then you look at yourself and you're like, but me. I'm good. But like me, you I'm know, good. like I know I'm a rebel. Ish. But like exactly, <laughs> ish. So now here's the thing, right? I think there is generally a fear that God does not want um, the things that you want for yourself. Mm. And you're afraid that if you give everything to him, he might say something like, I need you to take this money. And do you see that missionary over there? Hey. I need you to give them that money. You got it. <laughs> and like, okay, I love that you said that. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is very important for us to speak that, uh, speak about our struggles as Christians because I don't like the pretentious thing, guys. Mm. It doesn't help anyone. Mm. Um, the scripture that I love to just remind myself to speak about the the failures of my christian walk mm -hmm. is that you know they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony mm. and it's not just us that overcome by remembering the things that we we went through but yeah. also other people yeah and um yo guys hey i think the reason why we tend to want mm -hmm. to take control of the other aspects of our life mm -hmm. is because some part of us thinks that we, hmm, that our plans are it better. It sounds like you're about to drop a <laughs> bomb. <laughs> you know how the Bible says that, you know, I think it's Jeremiah 29, mm -hmm. that the plans that I have for you are for good and for you to prosper, yeah. and, you know, to give you yeah. hope in a future. Yeah. I feel like we don't believe that scripture. And that is why we take control of our lives in the way that we do. We're like, okay, cool, church on Sunday. Mm, but when it mm. comes to my spouse, leave me out of it. Yeah, exactly. I know you might have a plan. Ooh, you see, you see that one. <laughs> you see that one. Trusting God mm. with like your spouse. No, no, not let me not even say spouse, right? Because if we're saying you're trusting God with your spouse, we're assuming that we're talking about someone who's already married. Yeah. Someone who already has a partner. But now, I think the real difficult part is trusting God to Ooh. actually, Speak on it. you know, lead you to that person Come you're on. supposed to be Speak with. Speak on it. Which, <laughs> there's so much I could say on that, right? Um, but I want to make this disclaimer. I'm not trying to say that um, you need to wait until God shows you this very specific sign that you need to be with that particular person. That's not necessarily what I'm saying. But I know for a fact that there's a lot of us who we want to have, we feel comfortable, and I, I put myself in that equation, we feel comfortable when we know that we have a certain level of control when it comes to who we end up with. Yeah. Like, Lord, I know he's not saved. But... But if we, ish. you know what? I, oh my gosh, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> no, but that's really true. Mm. Um, I feel like often we just we have our desires, mm. and the the tough part about being a Christian, and we've spoken about this extensively mm. um, in our mm. previous podcast, is that the whole point of being a Christian is not about the comfort. But it is about carrying your cross. It is about giving your desires up 
to God and saying, God, what do you want to do with my life instead of, I know what I'm doing and thanks for saving me, but I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And, um, you know, just even when you're talking about the relationships, it just made me wonder, you know, Mm -hmm. I think we think being married is just something that we do. Does that make sense? It's just kind of part of culture. We get married. We have children. um, It is what it is. But of course. Exactly. That's just how it works. Yeah. You're weird if you don't. You're really weird if you don't. (laughs) But, you know, like um, we, we... we tend to just roll with what society says, okay, mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do. Can you imagine, maybe we are looking for relationships that time God wants you to be single. Oh, I see. And maybe what we need to remember as single people who God has purpose for marriage yeah. is that our marriage has purpose. Mm. It's not mm-hmm. just for the comforts. Um, it's about mm-hmm. being... Hmm. There's a purpose to be accomplished, and the, the 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 person that comes to mind in that regard is Esther, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, she was saved. Mm-hmm. She was a Jew, you mm-hmm. know. She's beautiful, mm-hmm. and if she had her own way in her relationship room yeah. of her temple, yeah, maybe she didn't want to marry the king. Yeah, that's that's actually a very good one. You know what, ne? Um, I I I I completely. Um, understand like where you're going with that and, and I completely agree with it as well it's like so but I think it takes us into two different conversations mm-hmm. like there's the conversation where um, so Esther is a situation where I believe God had like a very specific purpose for her mm-hmm. because like and that purpose was also very grand mm-hmm. right uh, because it was bigger than her yeah like way bigger than her mm-hmm. and i think that the, the the one thing to learn from that esther situation is if you knew that you going a certain path that god has chosen for you would lead to the liberation of many like would you stay in that situation yeah you know um and and yeah i i think it it leaves me with the question of or rather I don't know if I would do that. Really? I don't know if I would do that. Like, <laughs> you know what, Ne? Like, look, look, at, look at the story of Hosea. Because I feel like mm. Esther, Hosea, and there's a whole lot of them. Like, even, uh, what's his name? John the Baptist. Yeah. Their stories are so specific mm. and so unique mm. and also a bit extreme. Yeah. Right? Um, in the sense, yeah, also a bit extreme. Like, I mean, John the Baptist was like eating locusts and Listen. honey, living in the wild, <laughs> wearing camel skin. He was there. You understand what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you couldn't say he's believer-ish. No, like he, he was believed. sold out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So he fully, fully believed. And I think when you bring that to our modern world, um, there, there's a lot of things that for us, we... we that we we can compartmentalize Mm -hmm. uh, because then you have your finances, your debt, your relationships, your your children, your relationships with your your friends, your especially when it comes to your romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like that's where people want to trust God, but at the same time you feel like if you trust God with it, you won't have any fun. That's yeah, I see what you're going with. Yeah, yeah. Um but like okay the way i just see everything you know god has 
a specific perfect will mm-hmm. um, for everyone's life. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think it's um, presumptuous of us to assume that we know where God is going with these things. Mm-hmm. And um, to assume that I know better for this area, thinking that it won't affect my purpose for God. Um, specifically, like relationships. Okay, maybe your your marriage mm-hmm. together doesn't have an extreme purpose like um Mm-hmm. For example, Hosea that you brought, or yeah. or Esther, but you have a purpose, and it a is very one. a very meaningful purpose. And there've been cases of people who got into marriages where they have relinquished their purpose mm. or stepped back because of the person that they were with. Like it wasn't you weren't going in the same direction, so someone yeah. has to heed. Yeah. So um, that's just something that I I just thought of, mm-hmm. but um. <sighs> the topic of surrender will never, ever be mm-hmm. a topic that's easy for Christians to talk about. Especially yeah. in the modern world. Absolutely. Especially yeah. in the modern world. Because we have, I think there has never been a time where you're tempted to be something either than what God wants you to be mm-hmm. as we are now. Because, I mean, if you imagine Abraham... Um, in the times that he was living in. I mean, there was like sand. There was no TikTok. <laughs> there was no Instagram. And and if God t- told you that you're going to be a father one day, you're like, okay. Like, no one is there taking pictures saying, you know, like, <laughs> ah, Abraham, hala, I just got my first child. <laughs> Imagine. Like, there's so much less temptation. And I feel like right now... Um, you know, it's so much more difficult for you to actually keep your eyes on your personal journey with God, mm-hmm. um, which I suppose leaves me to a bit of a, a question. So we, I think we're familiar, I'm not sure though, but I think we might be familiar with what a saved-ish Christian looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, what does, actually, let me rather say this. What, how do we distinguish between someone who is saved-ish and someone who's saved? I think for me, the distinguished part of those two characters mm-hmm. is um, the willingness aspect. Mm. The willingness to be like, okay, God, this is my life. Ooh, that's, yeah, that's a good point. And I, I, I want you to be the lead. I want you to take the wheel. I want mm. you to be the, in the driver's seat. And I'm not saying that there won't be times where you want to just can we turn left instead of going straight? <laughs> yeah. Or can we yeah. off-ramp? Yeah. But um, that's the distinguishing factor for me. Like The willingness. Are you willing to surrender? It's a daily thing. It's a practice thing. Um, being sold out for Christ, it's not just like you're going to wake up and like all of a sudden you're going to be like, I'm sold. I am sold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sold. Red red sign and everything. Yeah. But it's a it's a thing of practice. Um mm, mm. you know how God in the Bible it says that we are supposed to carry our cross daily. Yes. Yeah. You know, as a person who does exercise, mm-hmm. right? Come on. That cross is heavy. That guys. cross is heavy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now this cross is heavy, right? Yeah. Now, if you go to the gym, right, uh-huh. you're going to, let's say you're going to start squatting. Yeah, me, I'm small. So I'm, so, I'm <laughs> squatting 10Ks, right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be heavy for me. Mm. But as time progresses 
and the more you do it, mm-hmm. yes, I'm going to be sore the next day and probably the next week after that when I do it again. Mm. But the practicing of carrying that weight mm. becomes easier for you. So that, you. you know, you get used to it every day. So that's kind of the, the picture that I see of being surrendered. It's learning to pick up that cross every day. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to be the first time. Woo, child's going to be heavy. <laughs> so are you, are you in, in like what you're basically saying is that the, the more we learn to trust God with like, if I'm understanding you correctly, mm-hmm. um, the more we trust God with the little things, um, and then intentionally work at picking up heavier weights, and yeah. that would be trusting God with the more significant things, yeah. you know, um, like in terms of your finances, your investments, and just just doing it out of faith yeah. that God will see you will see will see you through. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah. absolutely. And you know, I think that is important for us to remember as Christians. You know, mm. we're not going to be perfect the first time. It's going to take practice. You're going to be okay. I promise you. Just continue to pick the, 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 the catch is that we shouldn't feel the weight of it, feel the pain after carrying the weight and be like, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. It's about continuing. Continuously. Yes. Yeah. Continually just being like, okay, God, this is my weight. We're going to mm. pick this up today <laughs> and we're going to hope for the best. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, yeah, so that's just really cool. The other thing that I've noticed is that, you know, mm-hmm. some of us, well, in some areas, because everyone has an area, like a where messy room in the temple with. where we're like, <laughs> okay, you're allowed to go throughout the house, but just don't go in that room because yeah. it's a mess, you know? Yeah. Um, when it comes to these things, it's like we think that we have things under control mm-hmm. and then when things go Say, yeah, lol, yeah. you tried, <laughs> you thought, yeah, I get I'm you. gonna play with you. you. Then we're yeah. like, God, take over. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually think that happens a lot with the trans, like we were talking about the being, um, the transition when you're going from entering adulthood. Mm-hmm. I think that happens to quite a lot of people. I remember my experience. Like when I was in high school, like I'll never work. I will start my own <laughs> business. Everything is going to work out. And then you actually reach that point of transition and you face a lot of anxieties and you face a lot of uncertainty mm-hmm. and you start seeing, you know, um, the people that you were with at in high school or varsity beginning to go their separate journeys. And you're like... Okay, mm-hmm. God. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm like, okay, you yeah, can yeah. Take yeah. over now. Exactly. Please, exactly. Yeah. Please take the wheel. Yeah. So it it you know um, a- as we're having this conversation, I'm actually thinking right now that it is most like in terms of checking yourself whether you're saved ish or whether you're saved, and I don't think that it's that cut and dry or that simple. Yeah. Like you can look at your life and say, okay, I'm saved. I think we all need to be continually working towards um, becoming saved, right? Mm. Uh, because there's, there's, there's little things that could just tempt you towards being like you're trusting God, but you're also trusting on your own yeah. um, strength, your own wisdom, your eyes especially, yeah. because there's just certain investments that look good. Um, certain people that you would like to do business with. Mm-hmm. And you're like, just look at their charisma. <laughs> Lord, they work out every morning. <laughs> I'm know, sure they can run a business. I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's really funny because 
as you grow older, these this is why I want to have these conversations because yeah. hopefully there is an 18-year-old watching this or a 16-year-old mm. or a 14-year-old who mm. hasn't made the life decisions that impact them that hard. Do you know what tell I mean? Him, tell them. And we had to find out the hard the way. The hard way. <laughs> <laughs> we had to find out the hard way. I don't want people to start practicing having faith in God and letting God control um, your mm-hmm. life in when you're now 600 feet in debt. Mm. You understand? Mm. Start practicing mm. it now. Start learning to hear God's voice. Start learning to discern what God wants us to do every day so that when it comes to deciding whether I should take out a loan for this mortgage yeah. or um, listen to God when he's saying, listen, don't buy that house right now. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but I don't understand. I have, I have the, 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 the credits. I'm allowed to take the loan out. Yeah. They approved yeah. me. Yeah. And then you don't want to find out that you take the loan out, buy the house, and then COVID hits and you lose your job. Eesh. You understand? Like, it's, it's, it's in the little things of learning to hear the voice of God yeah. every single day. Yeah. In the small things. Should I eat this cake? Okay, that's a bit, a little bit, ay, but ay, you understand ay, what I'm saying. Let's not go that you are understanding deep, you what know? I'm saying. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, actually, I mean. actually, I'm glad that you brought that up, right? Because there, there's a thing about trusting God where you can find yourself in stepping into legalism mm-hmm. more than into just trusting God, yeah. where even things as small. So it's important for you to know where that line is, yeah. right? Um, and you, you, it, you might not always know. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the line might just fade into, you understand what I mean? And that's okay. Yeah. But I think it's what you said initially that's important, like the willingness. Yeah. Like, are you willing to trust God to an extent of it looking ridiculous to the people around you? Listen. Like, that's a very important place to be at um, because trusting God, I've learned that... What are you going to do when you have to trust God for something that, for example, your spouse founds ridiculous? Mm. Like, that you're going to wait for God. Yay! We've got the savings. Imagine. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, it's crazy because I think also we think that these examples may be extreme sometimes because mm. it's in the Bible. Mm. But I've literally, like, seen close personal family friends um he loved oh, i have a family friend who loves he loved his car guys yo he loved yo. that car he loved that car it was his dream car mm, and god mm. instructed him to sell it mm-hmm. and get another type of car oh wow did it not save his life imagine because covid hit you didn't know covid hit the business yeah the business is now struggling yeah. you didn't see that coming yeah and now Thank God for the other car because now they're they're able to do what they need to do mm. without breaking the bank. Mm. So it really comes down to the willingness, definitely. Mm-hmm. It really does come down to understanding that God's plan for us is for good. And the other thing that I thought about is the ultimate good for the Father is for mm-hmm. us to be saved. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of the time we think, oh, the good is I get a house and a car. Oh, and you know, a soft life Christianity. But what God wants for us, the best thing He wants for us is for us to have salvation, Salvation, for us to make it to the end of our journey and be like, Mm. I 
made it. Yeah. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Yeah. Even the scripture that confirms this is saying, what will it profit a man to gain the whole world but to lose his soul? Yeah. When God says, I have plans for you to, to, to make for your good, it is that you ultimately spend the rest of eternity with him. Mm, mm. Even with the prophet, I think that was for Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. That was the, the, the word that, Jer- that God gave Jeremiah. Read about Jeremiah. Jeremiah. It was a tough time. It was lit for him. Jeremiah was not ish. He was like, (laughs) hey. He was not (laughs) ish. But also he experienced pushback from people. It wasn't an easy life that he lived. It Mm, was difficult. mm, mm. There were some trials that he had to go through. But ultimately, those things that he did was for the salvation of those around him. Mm, um, mm. And also for his ultimate salvation at the end, being able to get to the end of his race knowing that he did the will of god and that should yeah. be our heart's posture yeah is that we should just be able to sit down and say god i really just want for you to have your purpose be played out through me mm. whatever that may look like and um even if it's difficult even though i may go through some times i know that you have the best interest at heart and because you know what's best for me even though sometimes it may look ew, it may look <laughs> ratchet yeah you know yeah, that yeah. his plans are the best for our lives exactly exactly yeah 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 look i i i i, I love i love where we're heading with this mm-hmm. or rather where we've come with it um, and, and I know I'm actually sitting now and I'm thinking of so many scenarios that a lot of people can relate to in terms of just applying the conversation in itself. Uh, because like we said earlier, there's the, a lot of us have those rooms that we don't really want God to be in. Yeah. And you might find that there's a person next to you who is struggling with this. And for you, that's like, I mean, come on, of course you have to trust God with that. Yeah. You know, um, like, like in terms, I know that some people struggle with tithing and other people are like, I mean, come on. It's just 10%. It's just 10%. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, like 10%, <laughs> listen. you know, of this much money. <laughs> listen, that's you know a what whole I mean? other topic, but it's difficult. Yeah, and yeah. It's that also just tithing also becomes it's a thing of learning how to do it. Yeah. It's yeah. learning to do it in the small things so that thereby the big things you won't it becomes struggle. easier yeah. to carry that burden. Um so yeah, that is just the conversation. I think we have to wrap it up now yes, because yes, time yes. is of the time essence. is running out. <laughs> but I love our conclusion though, being that um when if you want to be saved, you have to check your willingness. Yeah, your willingness to submit. Yeah, yeah, yes. So this was a really, really good conversation, guys. I hope you you enjoyed it. I hope it helped you out in your journey. What I hope you take away from this is that we need to move from just being lax in our surrender, but to to constantly work and and figure out our salvation and work on our salvation so that we are are able to get to a place where we can trust God with every aspect of our lives because he cares about us and he has a par- uh, he has a purpose for every part of our lives and it's going to be great. I hope you guys have a great week, a great month and we will see you next time. Peace out. Bye.